This is the Counting on Her podcast, a service of the Arizona chapter of WIFS. Women in Insurance and Financial Services, the only financial services organization with programming for women by women. All right. Hello, all. Welcome back to the WIFS podcast, Women in Financial Services, Insurance Services, excuse me. Uh, This is the Counting on Her podcast. And today we are interviewing such a fantastic storm of energy. Karen Roberts, every single time I interact with you, I feel invigorated by your tenacity and just your vivaciousness. I said a whole lot of big words there, but I love spending time with you. How are you today, Karen? (laughs) I'm awesome, and thank you for that introduction. (laughs) See, folks, I'm telling you, wasn't that just like a big, big ball of energy right off the bat? So Karen Roberts is a financial planner. She works out in Florida, um, but obviously you you take on clients anywhere, correct? I do. We have clients across the country, yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so um, financial planning. So tell tell us, um, you know, where did you get started? Um, you, did you always know that you wanted to be a financial planner? So I got started 30 plus years ago. Seems so old, right? <laughs> but I started, actually, I graduated college and went into retail management I spent three years in retail, and then my boss told me I couldn't get a promotion without sleeping with him. So I told him to to kick the road. Yep. I quit, and I thought, what do I want to do? I've always been a planner, and I landed into a position of doing business planning, and here I am today. Oh, shoot. So you're, is your niche... That, that word is your niche business planning or uh, what financial planning so, for business owners? It's actually not. Okay. I did business planning. So my career has taken many, many turns. I started out in personal practice doing business planning. Then I moved into management and did life insurance wholesaling for a long time. Hmm. Um, ended up doing life insurance wholesaling for Morgan Stanley and doing like high-end estate planning and found no satisfaction mm. over helping rich people get richer. <laughs> so I love your honesty. Yeah. I adore it. <laughs> right, right. I just, I listen, it's great for some people because they do need the help. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help the people that other people didn't want to help. Mm-hmm. So I, in 2005, and, and there was an exact moment in time when I said, I'm done living by other people's rules, and I'm going to go create my own practice. Mm. And so hence, break the rules, right? Can you talk a little bit about yeah. that change your life? Like talk about, because this is, um. when did you write this book? Remind me. So I wrote the book during the pandemic. This was my pandemic project. So I actually started it in February before lockdown mm-hmm. and and had it in print by November of that year. But Break the Rules is really what I encourage my clients to do every day. And when I say break the rules, I, we don't literally break the rules, <laughs> but we figuratively live the life that we want on our terms. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yes. And that's exactly, the book talks about 20 questions that you should be asking yourself and really discovering the answers. And I, and I came across this because I do this with my clients. Just because 
you've always done it this way, why do we always have to continue doing it this way? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that is a really good point. You know, I was uh, I was actually volunteering yesterday, Karen. We uh, we went to a food bank. And we were going through the process and everything. And I noticed a few people were bending over, over and over again. And so I helped them okay. stack some boxes because I noticed that the process was not efficient. So to your point of like, why not just break the rules? If you clearly, if it feels weird or it looks weird, it's probably weird. So why not fix it? Right. I know that's a weird exactly. example, but I'm with you. <laughs> no, but but it's the same thing. It's And, and women, you know... I don't know if we're programmed or if this is who we are, mm. but it makes me crazy. And I'm just like, just because they tell you that's the way you're supposed to do it doesn't mean that's the way you have to do it. Mm. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I want to say it was 2006 or seven <laughs> when I actually had a burning party of my black briefcase and I bought a red one. Ooh. And, and so today, that seems like such a minimal thing, but back then, and we're only talking 15 years ago, back then for me, that was such a breaking the rules, like not carrying a black briefcase or a brown briefcase, but a red one. That was such a rule-breaking thing to do, yeah. and it gave me so much empowerment that I could carry a red briefcase. Oh my goodness. You are such a rule breaker for sure. That's, that's, that's amazing. Cause you know, yeah, back in the day that would have been very much, a, uh, what's the word here? What's the, what's the PC words here? <laughs> and speaking of breaking rules, right. Um, that's right. a, that's a very progressive thing for you have t to have done. Have you experienced in your career that, that awkward, Ooh, should I wear that? Ooh, should I have said that? Oh, maybe I should have worded it differently. I experienced that pretty, on, pretty much on the daily. Granted to your point, it's not as bad as it once was. Right. Or maybe it is. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's not. Well, I mean, I think I feel like for me, the difference is mm -hmm. now I own my own business. So I make my rules. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And so I find now, especially in financial services, if I'm going to a conference, I always look at a place because I wear what I wear every day. And I haven't put on a business suit in 15 years and hopefully never will again. Mm hmm. Yes, you know when right? I so, but when you right when you go to meetings, they're all in black business suits, even the women, and I'm just <laughs> like, are you comfortable? Like, I need to be me, <laughs> Karen. I'm currently wearing a black business suit. I feel targeted. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> no, you're so I'm right. Sorry, I didn't mean to abuse no. your black business suit. What <laughs> you it's, you stand perfectly in your point. <laughs> right. But again, if you're comfortable wearing that and that's who you are, then I have no problems with it. Mm. But if you're wearing it because you were told that that's what a woman should wear in business, mm. I have a big problem with it. Yep. Yep. No, I know. You You make a good point. Um, whether you wear whatever, make sure you're comfortable. Make sure you own it. And that's another good point, right. um, Karen, that I love about about, you know, just what you're talking about is – just be authentic and people that are also authentic and a fan of you will naturally gravitate towards you. You know, that, that sterile robotic, eh, you know, it, people don't love that. People love that genuine, right? Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll share in our practice, we do a lot of videos that we send out to clients, some serious, some just goofy. <laughs> now, I know. Well, that's my personality. <laughs> but what I didn't appreciate was how many clients actually watch them. Mm-hmm. Because we sent out a video. My, my husband ended up with prostate cancer. He's perfectly fine, and I, I don't want to dive into that. Mm. But it was really interesting to me when I put it out there that I'll be in and out for the next three weeks because of this going on. Mm-hmm. Every client I've talked to in the last month, how is your husband? Aww. So obviously they like the videos and they like getting to know me mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Not a sterile me, but a true Karen. Mm. Uh, no, I hear you. I love you, Karen. I and I've only known you for for just a hot minute here, and I love how genuine you are. You know, I would highly recommend you to anyone, anybody on, uh, listening right now. Highly recommend sharing any time with Karen because of that authenticity, and you're going to get a lot of a lot of laughs and and a lot of just genuine um, interaction with you. I know that about you, Karen. You're you're absolutely who you are, and that's gorgeous. Um, so thank you for thank even you. just living out your own purpose, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you have to continue living out your own purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. Um, so what are, I guess, what do you find are some of the greatest mistakes that people, I guess, come across like that, that hurdle, right? With a, is that a mental hurdle usually of, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to be vulnerable. Like wh- what do you say to those people? A lot of people don't want to be vulnerable, and I really try to teach vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I'm not great at it, although I've gotten much better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say social media, for me, has created a level of vulnerability I never would have had without it. So as much as people complain about social media, I find it amazing Mm. because I get to be me. Mm. Right? Yes. So, but... But I would say that, again, women especially, there are many men also, we, we just follow the rules. Yeah. And sometimes you have to, you have to break them and you have to be you. I, I had a client come in who was a prominent attorney who was making nothing. I mean, she was making 60000 a year running a department in a law firm. Mm. I looked at her and I went, why do you only make this amount? And she's like, I don't know. That's what they offered me. So I got her up. I got her posed in the Wonder Woman pose. We practiced. The next morning, she walked into her boss's office and says, I think I should be making 120 mm-hmm. Pay me. And he looked at her and said, it's about time you asked for a raise. <gasps> and she got the 120 on the spot. And today she's making well north of 300. Mm. But I don't know that she ever would have gotten there without me like looking at her going, why do you make such a little amount of money? Because we don't think about it unless someone points it out to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I think that there's that self-talk again, like, um, I don't know if I'm worth that or maybe I'm inconveniencing. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Stop it. <laughs> Anyone listening, stop it. Stop the self-talk. You're worth it. Oh, I love that. I really want to quote you. Like when we when we release the podcast preview, I'm going to quote you on that one. You're worth it. 
<laughs> You're worth it. <laughs> so tell us too, um, when you wrote the book, like what really, um, you know, started you to write the book? Like what really inspired you? You're, you, I don't, it's the COVID project, but you really wanted to put it on paper. Who were you thinking of when you wrote it? Were you thinking of yourself? Well, the funny, funny story to the book mm-hmm. is I really wanted to write a book about money. Mm-hmm. And my editor sat me down and said, we can totally write a book about money, but do you know how many books there are out there that just sit on the shelf and never do anything? Mm-hmm. Because nobody reads a book about money. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this man's probably a genius, right? Because he was already <laughs> sending me on the path of breaking rules. Yeah. I'm a financial planner. Of course I should write about money. Mm-hmm. He said, tell me what you really do. And I mm-hmm. said, well, I really empower women, and I really ask a bunch of questions to find out who they are, what they are, where they're at, what they need, how do we get them there. And he said, and that's the book we have to write. Mm. And honestly, that's how we came up with 20 questions. So I can't even say it was my idea, but it's it's 100% what I do every day. I just needed someone else to pull it out of me. Mm. It's so funny how one person sees in us, and it's just that one person. And it's uh, thank goodness for him. You know, um, are you still close with him? Right. I, I actually am. Yes. Good. Good. We must take him for for a beverage. <laughs> thank goodness for him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's really nice when somebody says, "Hey, what's the focus here? What's the goal here?" And I really love that you you absolutely had it. You just didn't again didn't follow that that rule, right? You and then you broke it by writing that book. So it, that's fantastic. I know that there are twenty questions. Can you tell us which one is your absolute favorite? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, so I want to say, oh, my absolute favorite that I really love talking to people about mm-hmm. is what are you willing to give up to mm. get what you want? Mm. Because you can't move forward if you're carrying all your baggage. <sighs> and so for yeah. one person, they might be willing to give up, I don't know, food, going out for dinner, eating junk food, whatever. The other person might be, no, 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 I'm going to exercise that away. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own things they're willing to give up and they're not willing to give up. But most people have never, ever thought about what am I willing to give up? Because if I'm going to move forward, I have to have room on my plate. So I have to give stuff up. Yeah. 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 That's hard. You know, what's funny about um, like the the change in uh, what are you willing to give up? I also think that 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 works in terms of like, what are you willing to shift to as well? For instance, like, I know this is kind of off topic, but like addiction, whether that be addiction to food or, you know, what have you. Um, Excuse me. When we stop having an addiction, we all, we should have something to turn to as well. And again, I know that's, that's very off topic here, but it's kind of nice in terms of like, what are you willing to give up? But also what are you willing to go focus on? Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's... Exactly. <laughs> I love. I love you. Exactly. Very. Very much. Yes, you're well, with me. But, right. But that's it because we fill our times, our time up with things, mm-hmm. and you think they're important, but then you think, oh, but I really want this other 
super shiny object, mm-hmm. but I'm so overwhelmed. So I have to give up stuff in order to get to that shiny object. Yes. 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 And I, and listen, I see that around money. We all see that around money all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I fill it up with my Dunkin' Donuts and my Starbucks and my going out to dinner, but I really want the new house, but I'm so busy filling up with stuff today that I don't ever save for that new house. Mm. Mm. Yep. Being focused helps on, you know, what you really want. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. And then, and then can I share you my other favorite question, which yes. is the last question in the book? Yes. Am I unforgettable? Mm. So do you live your life to be unforgettable? Mm. Mm. And yep. Yeah, and that's just... a really powerful statement. And it doesn't, it, however it is, unforgettable to whomever, but do you live your life to the point where you are unforgettable? Hmm. Ooh, I love that. And uh, hopefully unforgettable in a positive light, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) I think I have a few people that would be like, you're unforgettable in a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Yeah. Bad to who? Yeah. And you're still unforgettable. Yeah. So you still made an impression on them. (laughs) It could be a good impression or a bad, but you still made the impression. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, though. I I love it in terms of the positive tone, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know me, I'm I'm all about the positivity. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. And even even in this conversation, when you say, are you unforgettable? My automatic answer for you is absolutely. You are absolutely unforgettable, Karen. Um, Allie told me that I was going to um, interview with you and I immediately knew exactly who she was talking about. I said, I love Karen. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. All right. Um, So, you know, Karen, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, If you do, um, how do we get your book? How do we get in contact? How do we work with you? So there's a couple things. If you would like to order my book, you can either reach out to me direct or go on Amazon. Uh, If you reach out to me, I'll sign it and mail it to you. Um, The easiest way to reach out to me is probably email and it is Karen K Roberts twenty eight at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing is I I do a lot of speaking. So if you have an organization or a group that you are looking for speakers, I would love to be considered. Absolutely. And if you would like help figuring out your finances, my bread and butter is still being a financial advisor, and it's what I love to do. And I love to help women every day figure out their money. Mm. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yes, we all we all need that, especially I think especially women too because again, that that overcome. We're going to get all the money eventually. I hear that we're we're into the phase of life where a whole bunch of women are about to come in a whole bunch of money because of a uh, what is it? Uh wealth transfer. <laughs> 
Right. So it's <laughs> all that wealth transfer mm-hmm. and we need to understand what it is and how to do it. Yes. Yes. And Karen is the perfect person to talk to about that. So please contact Karen, uh, especially just for the energy. Oh my goodness. I'm ready to go run a marathon after this podcast episode, Karen. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on here with us. Thank you for being a part of WIFS and, and thank you so much for being you and being totally unforgettable. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. The Counting on Her podcast is a service of WIFS Phoenix, attracting, developing, and advancing women in the financial services industry. Visit WIFSnational.com.